millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Monday, start of the week, if you want to talk about or discuss how to get your most greatest and expansive life. This live is for you. Continue to listen. I'm going to talk from, I'm reading from two different books again today, hopefully. Grand Rising Family. One, again, is from The Magic Path of Intuition by Florence Google Shin, and the other one is Neville Goddard, The Complete Collection. What's going on in here? Okay, here we go. What's up, everybody? Um, this is some good stuff today. I mean, both of them are just so incredible in the manifestation community. Um, so we're going to get into how we are attracting our greatest life and going through this shift um, that we're going through. And I know that many of you feel it as well. The changing of 
the realm that we're in right now and no longer relating to the things that we once related to and how that changes our reality. So in talking about manifestation, um, what's up everyone? What was I going to say? See, I read comments and then I lose my train of thought. Okay. So getting back to that, when we're talking about manifestation, there's a lot of people that are triggered just by the word manifestation. So whether you call it prayer or you call it manifestation, it's realistically the same thing. And I have a lot of people that are on the religious side that will say that I'm new age or that I'm teaching new age nonsense and all these things. What they don't realize and what they don't watch are these lives when the teachings of all of these philosophers always revert back to the Bible and they always quote the Bible, which I think is absolutely amazing because anytime I've ever read the Bible, which was not often, I would look at the sentences and I'm like, I don't know what the hell any of this means. So I would close it because it didn't make sense to me. But now that I have learned so much through these people, uh, through Neville Goddard, um, now Florence Scovel Shin, Dr. Joseph Murphy, all these people, they literally break down the meaning of the Bible and how it's a map for our consciousness, which makes a lot more sense to me. Uh, manifestations are intuition, um, which makes a lot more sense to me now when I go over these things, right? My RV is broken for a week, but Tigger is happy and healthy. We're just cold. No furnace. I hope it gets fixed soon, Ben. Um, welcome, everybody that's just joining. So when I post certain things, there are people that are insanely triggered. Um, and someone last week said, I will pray for you. Um, you know, I hope that you find Jesus and things like that. And I grew up Catholic and um, I don't believe in religion. I don't believe in a man-made construct. I believe in my faith in the Supreme Being. I believe in um, the power that we have within us. And there's going to be, what's up, everyone? There's going to be um, in the complete collection, the Neville Goddard book, The Big Daddy. <laughs> We're going to talk about um, God within us. People think that this is some kind of satanic something, but these are people that are completely uneducated on the subject. And the way that you decide to live your life, whether it is through religion, whether it is through your beliefs, like what your beliefs are that have nothing to do with religion, they have something to do with the creator, your higher self, no one is wrong. Whatever works for you is is the path that you follow. I don't sit there and push things on anyone. If, you, if anyone wants to listen to this, you're welcome to listen. If you want to disagree with it, you're welcome to disagree with it. But what you're not welcome to do is tell other people how they should live their life and what they need. You need Jesus. I'm going to pray for you. You have no idea what my true beliefs are. I teach this stuff to help empower people, to help take their power back from thinking that everything is on the outside of us. Everything is on the inside of us. And, and this quote, so I might as well start with this book instead of the other book is I'm going to start with the quote and then I'm going to go backwards and explain it. <laughs> know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwelleth in you. And that's from 1 Corinthians um, 3.16. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwelleth in you. So people take this in a million different ways and you can take it in whatever way that you choose to. What is the worst thing that you helped heal? Uh, I mean, a lot of things. A lot of really serious illnesses to mental illness 
things like that. So I'm just going to read this. This mental journey into the desired state with its subsequent feeling of reality is all that is necessary to bring about its fulfillment. I'm just going to skip down. Now we turn to the book of Numbers, and here we find a strange story. I trust that some of you had this experience as described in the book of Numbers. They speak of the building of a tabernacle at the command of God. That God commanded Israel to build him a place of worship. He gave them all the specifications of the tabernacle. It had to be elongated, a movable place of worship, and it had to be covered with skin. Need you be told anything more? Is it that man? How do you not? Okay, I'll get to that in a minute because that's not important. Need you be told anything more? Isn't that what man is? A movable tabernacle. It had to be elongated. We are elongated. A movable place of worship. And it had to be covered in skin. So, to the interpretation of Neville, that is every single one of us. A tabernacle that is covered in skin that is movable. That we are the tabernacle that is the house of God. Every single one of us. And you can believe it or you cannot and whatever. This is just the interpretation and explanation from this book. So if that is true, that we are all the tabernacle of God or the creator, wouldn't you say that that is God experiencing himself through humankind? And if that were true, God is all powerful. God is all abundant. There is no lack when it comes to God who created this entire realm of existence. So if there is always abundance, endless abundance, abundance, endless amounts of love. Well, Joe, I hope you're not referring to this class. <laughs> you can just listen in here. I don't even know if you're on headphones or what you're doing while you're in freaking school. But doesn't that mean to you or to the interpretation that if we are all God, we can create things as God. We can have all the things that we want. When we go inside and what we've been taught and programmed is that we are not that powerful. We cannot create our own reality. We're stuck in this reality that we are given. But so many people have proved, even science has proved that that's not the way that the world works. That it's not just given to us and we just get to have this experience. We create our experiences through the mind and through our consciousness and through our beliefs of our own capabilities. God eternal is coded in our DNA. So if God is coded in our DNA, wouldn't that mean that we have the abilities to create as a creator here, as God is the creator? So that's why these teachings say heaven and hell are not a place. They are a level of consciousness. It's not a place that we go to. It's a place we return to here and we get to create our own heaven or hell. Because there are some people who literally have nothing. They have nothing. People that are homeless in the freezing cold that maybe have a dog with them and they're so happy. They have nothing, but they are so happy. Heaven is a state of being. Another person can be homeless with an animal with them and be so mean and so miserable and hate their life. And how could this happen to me? 
and does mean things to people, aren't they also creating their own hell? So heaven and hell, I believe, are a state of our mind and consciousness. When you are having a bad day, it's a choice. Even if something bad happened to you, it's a choice. We can look at that and say, what's the lesson in this for me? Someone treated me poorly. What's the lesson in this for me? Or we can continue to think that we're victims of everything that happens to us. Are you a victim of your circumstances or are you, are you a victor of your circumstances? A lot of times when we are going through these shifts and changes, these really big shifts and changes, when you're working on yourself, you're working on healing different things, there will be scenarios that come back into your life that reflect the old you and your consciousness is going to say to you, are you going to react in the same way? Are you going to go back to your old patterns? Or are you just going to be able to observe the situation and say, I'm better than this. I've healed this. This scenario is not welcome into my state of being. This scenario is not going to shift my energy back and revert back to the sad person or the hopeless person or the negative person or the victim person that I was. Are you going to say, wow, this feels really familiar to me, but it doesn't feel. And a lot of times when we are in these states of victimhood, it feels comfortable. It feels comfortable for us when we're so used to things going wrong that that's comforting. And when you meet someone that doesn't reflect the uncomfortable or dysfunction, they feel foreign to you. <laughs> Joe is a total victim mentality right now in her class. But Joe, Joe's listening. She's always listening. So are you going to revert back to Going into the state of victimhood, are you going to say this doesn't, this shoe doesn't fit anymore? These clothes are too tight or too big for me anymore. I can't wear them. So when we decide to change the clothes of our consciousness and put on a new outfit of consciousness, when the old story tries to come back into our reality, are we still going to try and fit into those old, old clothes? Oh, I just want to wear these jeans one more time. I love the way that I, I love these jeans. And you're trying to zip up the jeans, but they just don't fit. They're just too tight. Are you going to put on the new jeans that you bought and say, I feel so much better in these. It all depends on the way that you're looking at things. If you're going to look at things and be able to observe them, or if you're going to look at them from a space of um, just victimhood. How am I going to do this? What am I going to do? How am I going to react this time? And all of these circumstances will continue to show up. Because your old story is still in there in your consciousness somewhere. Even if you're fully into a totally different state of being. Say it's finances. When you go to a store, that old story is still going to come up and say, you can't buy that, you can't afford that right now. Your new story is I'm always provided for. Even if you're making millions of dollars, those old thoughts will still come back into your mind at some point. And you're going to think and say to yourself, I don't live there anymore. I don't live there anymore. Or if you are attracting, you know, a partner or whatever it is, and the same type of people keep showing up, but you've now shifted and changed and the same type of person still shows up. Are you going to revert back to your old ways? Are you going to say, no, I don't fit into those clothes anymore. I already have new clothes that I wear. 
It's all according to us and how we decide that we want to live in our consciousness. Yes, scary, but scary to not grow and try to expand to something new. And there's so many people that never grow. They don't want to. They're comfortable in their old ways, their old habits. They know exactly the way their life is going to go because that's the way their life has always gone. And that's what manifestation is. If you don't shift out of your current state of reality in your mind, we can't afford this. I have to shop at really cheap stores and buy, you know, food that's shit because we can't afford this. And I just have to save money for that. You're always, you already know what's going to continue to happen. There is no change that's going to happen. And you're comfortable knowing exactly the way that your life is going. I know that I'm going to make this amount of money this week. So I can use this amount of money on this. I can have this amount of money for food. And you know down to a T and to a science what your reality is going to always look like. Without changing the consciousness, nothing on the three-dimensional world can change. So unless we go into our mind and see something differently, even though we don't have it, it's faith in the things that have not are not yet seen. That's what prayer is. We pray for something. We pray for a person's healing. We pray for our own healing. And what we see ourselves or that person in a different state than what they're in, that's prayer. Prayer is faith in the unseen. Manifestation is the same thing. Faith in the unseen. It has nothing to do with religion. It has nothing to do with anything other than our consciousness. Let's continue. Let's go switch to the magic path, the magic path of intuition. This is lesson number eight. Do not let your heart's desire become a heart's disease. Every test is a process of purification. Many people do not receive their heart's desire because they desire it too intensely. They are longing for it instead of feeling they already have received it. So let's just break that down. When we are longing for something, oh my God, I miss her. I'm so sick without her. Um, you know, oh my God, I hate my job so much. Like I just, I just want another job. I want a new place. I want to have this new home and nothing's working out for me. That's longing. Longing comes from a space of uh, emptiness. It comes from a space of lack. (laughs) It comes from a space of lack of not having. And when it comes to prayer or manifestation, I know guys, knock it off. When it comes to prayer and manifestation, it's literally having faith in the unseen. Thank you, Beam Pageants. <laughs> it's having faith in the unseen world of things that have not yet happened. So when we desire something so incredibly deeply, it's coming from lack. Because if you have everything within yourself already, it doesn't matter if it comes to you or it doesn't because you're already full. Your glass is already full. You are filling yourself. It's like when you are attracting or changing your frequency to attract that amazing relationship. Whether you get it or not, you're still full within yourself. So it's learning how to be full, whether you get what you want or you don't. And people really mistake that for my, with manifestation, that my manifestation's not here yet. When you're looking for something, when you're continuing to search for something, that means that you don't have it yet. That means that your awareness and your consciousness is aware that you don't have it yet. And when you are aware of not having, that means that there's something in you that's still missing. 
So when we come from a place of, I'm so in love with myself, I'm so happy in my own company. Only then, when you are happy with yourself and being alone, can you then be strong enough to decide when a person does come along, you know what, I like this person, but they just don't have everything that I really, really would like in my person. Instead of settling for someone that doesn't have the things, all the things that you would want in a partner, things that you see in yourself, you can say, you have the strength to say, it's just not right. I'm happy that someone came into my life. This person is great. Maybe I love that person, but that person is not my person. And you have the strength to walk away because it's just not what you want. And it's nothing against the person that they're a bad person or a good person or anything. They could be the most amazing person, but they're not the most amazing person for you. And when you are full in yourself, you finally realize, I have the choice to say no. When we're needy and we're desperate, we settle for the things that don't align with our values, with the things that we desire, with who we are. Yes, Ben. So when we understand that, that once we fill our own cup, other things will flow to us like the water in our glasses. Let's go back. Uh, When you can be happy with or without your heart's desire, it will suddenly appear for your ship will come in over a don't care sea. Be happy and something will happen. Feel rich and riches will manifest on the external. All suffering is a spiritual alarm clock. All suffering is a spiritual alarm clock. One more time. All suffering is a spiritual alarm clock. It's saying to yourself, it's your consciousness telling you, you choose your own suffering. You choose to suffer. Because no matter what happens to us in the three-dimensional reality, we have the choice of how we're going to react to it. Let's give my mom, for example. Everything that happens to her, she responds in anger. She lets everything disturb her peace. And when I say everything, I mean everything. And she'll sometimes vent if I'm at her house or if I'm on the phone with her. And I'm like, okay, but why are you wasting your energy on this? It's like, it's like your phone, your battery on your phone. Let's say you had your phone on record all day long and you're really just holding your phone. You're not recording anything. It's draining your battery and it's draining the memory of your phone. So why are we in our, in our three-dimensional matrix world that we live in, why are we allowing the dumbest scenarios that have no significance in our life drain our, bar- drain our batteries and record the things that mean nothing to us? Because like I always go back to film. When you film something on like actual physical film, you can't erase it. It's there. So when you go to develop the pictures, the, those, the pictures that you took are there. So in our film of consciousness, when every day we're so used to flipping out and getting angry and mad about things, we're constantly recording that on our film of consciousness. So that can only bring us more things to get angry about because when it prints out into your three-dimensional reality, it's literally just printing out all the things that you were angry about. Well, here's more. 
Here's more things for you to get angry about. So how are you wasting your energy or how are you utilizing your energy, your consciousness? Because if you're always looking for things to get angry about, your mind and consciousness is always going to attract that because it's just a frequency. That's all that it is. If I'm on, let's just pull out a number. If I'm on frequency number 10, I'm attracting everything else in this world that is on frequency number 10. If someone else is on frequency 9,900, you're attracting every single thing that's on frequency 9,900. So if you're not attracting the things that you want, you got to tap into a new frequency, a new state of being. If you tend to be to be an, a really angry person all the time, and one day you woke up and you said, I'm going to change today. I am going to start to shift my focus and level of consciousness, even if you don't know that language. I'm just going to shift my focus. I'm going to find 10 things every morning, Benny, to be happy and grateful about. The most angry person in the world just woke up one day and decided, I'm just going to find 10 or 20 things every day to be happy about. And I'm going to think about those things throughout the day. And I always go back to my plants because I love looking at them. Like, I'm so grateful for my plants and how green they are. I'm so happy about that. And you really start to feel it because you really like it. Or if that person, is, it's their car. I'm so grateful for my car. I love my car and I love that it gets me from point A to point B. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. That's how you shift your frequency. It's literally that simple. Where do you want to be? If it's money, you think about and you dwell in all the things that you know that the money can buy you, whether it's buying you limitless amounts of stupid things that mean nothing and that are so materialistic. That's your business, right? It could literally be anything. If you think about, I always wanted to have my own sailboat. See yourself on the sailboat every day. Feel yourself in the water. What does the breeze feel like hitting your face? See yourself driving the sailboat. That is your visualization. Dwell in that every single day. If you're building your own business, 
See yourself in that business. See yourself helping people. See yourself, see your business crowded every single day. That is the way that we tap into frequency. And that's really all that it is. If your wealth is on frequency 35, think about all the things that, that attain to your wealth or pertain rather, pertain to your wealth. What does that mean? And then what? You'll be on that frequency. So if you're on that frequency and you're listening to that particular radio station, because every radio station, like Q102.1 was the radio station that I listened to growing up, right? With all like hip hop music and pop music. I can't listen to Q102 on 104.5. 104.5 was playing like old music that my mom would listen to. Q102 was playing my music. So it's the same thing with the frequencies of our existence. If I only want to listen to one radio station, I'm not going to be listening to any other numbers. So if you want to tap into other frequencies, you have to learn how to embody that frequency. Whether, again, if it's having the perfect job, having the perfect partner, having the perfect house, what it does it feel like to be on that frequency? You can't sit there and say, this every single day is like bad. Like every day I wake up and I feel like shit. And, you know, I'm so sick of like not being able to pay my bills and then think that you're going to attract something just because you want it. Your whole life is coming from lack. No, Joe, it's not about, yes, I'm not, I'm I'm not talking about only thinking happy thoughts because again, you can manifest from being the most miserable dick in the world. Look at so many wealthy people. They're not nice. I'm not saying all wealthy people. There's a lot of wealthy people in the world that are not nice people, but they know how to tap into the, the frequency of wealth because it's just a frequency. It doesn't mean you have to be happy all the time. It doesn't mean you have to be like, well, if I just walk around happy all day long, I'm going to get what I want. No. Happiness is a frequency, but just because you're happy doesn't mean that you're tapping into the wealth frequency. Just because you're happy all day doesn't mean you're going to tap into the love frequency. If you don't really have that true love for yourself because everybody is your mirror, everyone mirrors you. Everyone is you pushed out. So it's tapping into the frequency of whatever it is that you want. Alcohol, partying is a frequency. When you love to party and you love to get drunk and you love to do drugs, you're going to attract the same people that want to do the same shit with you. That is a frequency. We are on different frequencies all day long. We have a frequency for love. We have a frequency for worthlessness. We have a frequency for abandonment. We have a frequency for uh, wealth. We have a frequency for partying. We have a frequency for poverty. We have frequencies all day long, and we're on all different frequencies all the time. Because everything just has a frequency. So when you're looking at your love life, when you're looking at your wealth and abundance, when you're looking at where you live, when you're looking at all the things in your life, write down a list of, break down your, your life into different categories, my love life, my, uh, you know, farm life, whatever it is that pertains to you, write that down and think about if you have the things that you want. And if you don't, you can literally look at the categories and be like, well, I really do believe about love that, you know, my parents never loved me. So therefore I attract people that don't always make me a priority. And I attract people that are abusive to me because my father was abusive or whatever it is the case. You can literally tap into each of your categories and figure out what, not exact number of frequency, but am I in a frequency of abundance here or am I in a frequency of lack? What does 
feeling unworthy feel like to me? And then you could recognize which part of your day you're dwelling in the unworthiness. Where is that showing up in my reality? So that you can then tap into or begin to tap into what would it feel like if everyone chose me? Johnny in the house. Like, what would it feel like if, if I was chosen all the time instead of always feeling like I'm left or I'm left out? What would it feel like if I had the home that I wanted instead of living in a home that's not safe for me, not in a, not in a safe area for me? So if you don't feel safe and you keep manifesting more things that, you, that don't make you feel safe, whether it's a person, a car, you're where you live, Think about why you're attracting not feeling safe. You probably had caretakers or parents that never made you feel safe. So you attract a partner that doesn't make you feel safe, that doesn't show up for you emotionally. You keep attracting jobs that don't make you feel safe and abundant and secure in the amount of money that you're making, that you're always struggling. So all these things literally just turn back to our childhood and our programming of of our subconscious beliefs. And that shows up in every area of our life. Can there be wealth in your family? So your wealth comes easy to you. Money comes so easy to you. But maybe you've had parents that were never there for you. They were abusive to you. So you can be wealthy, but you could also have no idea how to allow somebody to love you. You could have been so loved in your life and love comes easy to you. Relationships come easy to you. But then your family was always fighting about money and you never had money. So that program is running that I'm not worthy of having, you know, the things that I want, things like that. Maybe you have a great partner, but maybe you're both struggling. Maybe you attracted a partner that loves you, but both of you are not financially stable. So it's, (laughs) I love you too, Joe. So it's literally just tapping into those things. And if we write a list down of our Things, whether it's, okay, I'm going to write the list down. Uh, Relationships in my life, where I live. Um, Even Joe's in school. How is she doing in school? Do you believe that you're worthy of getting good grades? Do you believe that you're smart enough? Or did your parents always say to you, you'll never amount to anything? Oh, why are you so stupid? Things like that. So then that shows up in your schooling. But we can literally shift out of these states of being instantaneously if we have the mind and willpower to do that. But for most of us, it takes a while to reprogram the mind because it's like, just because you have a new computer game, it doesn't mean it's going to upload in one second and then the whole computer game is up uploading your computer. Doesn't the computer game say, okay, it's uploading at 1%. And sometimes when you're downloading a really big file, it could take days, right? And that's the short end of reprogramming the subconscious. Or it could upload in an hour. Or it could upload in 10 minutes. You know, when you're downloading a new app. Sometimes the app takes 10 seconds to upload. Okay, now I have a new program in my in my software, so now I can play with it. But for us with, with reprogramming the subconscious, it's not that simple. But that's just the visual that things don't happen instantaneously. There are some people that are so headstrong that they're just like, nope, I'm done. I'm changing this today. Like a person that said, one day I woke up and I said, I'm not smoking cigarettes anymore. And they never touched another one in their entire life. There are people like that. I wasn't able to manifest like that. I wasn't able to up. I wasn't able to change my state of being that fast. But there are some people that do it. 
There's some people that wake up one day and say, I'm done with this relationship. You're out of my life. And they never turn back. They never turn back. I had a friend. She was in a relationship with someone for seven years. She lived with the person. She was miserable with them. They would go like months without being intimate with each other. One day they broke up. They interacted through text the next day. Hey, when are you coming to get your things? He picked up his stuff and they never spoke again ever since then. Seven years and living together. So this is just how powerful we are that we can disconnect from things that no longer serve us. And reprogram and say, you know what? This relationship is not for me. And I'm going to, I am going to manifest. I'm going to attract the person that is for me. She wasted no time in, I think it was in less than three weeks. She had met someone else on a dating app and they're now engaged. This was years ago. So it's possible to reprogram our minds that quickly. But is it likely for most people? Not necessarily. Because some of us have these wounds that are so deeply rooted in us that it takes a lot of repetition every single day because that's how you reprogram subconscious is with repetition, repetition, repetition. Just like I said on my last slide, your ABCs. You didn't learn your ABCs once. You repeated them over and over and over and over and over again. That's how we reprogram the mind is with repetition. So if we want something to change, it's normally going to happen through repetition. Like every day I wake up and think of, you know, the life that I want. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so happy and grateful that I have all these things. And again, we're tapping into the frequency. And that frequency might feel really uncomfortable at first. It might feel really like very strange or that you feel delusional. But if you've been living in one frequency your whole life or, you know, multiple that are more in the negative category, when you do tap into things that make you feel really good, it's going to feel weird to you. It's going to make you feel guilty that you shouldn't have them because you don't believe that you're worthy of having good things. But once you continue to do the work over and over again, it starts to feel more familiar to you. It starts to feel easier to you. You start to get more confident in that. Like when you learn to ride a bike, you didn't just get on a bike and just go and you're like, oh, great, cool, I learned how to ride a bike. You fall. You're nervous to ride, to press the, to, to start pedaling. You don't really know how the brakes work. Oh my God, I almost hit a car. So that's what the subconscious and reprogramming is like. It doesn't feel right to you. It doesn't feel right to feel good about a certain situation. Even walking must be practiced. Babies, they start crawling first. They start rolling around. Then they start crawling. And then when they start walking, they fall. They get up again. That is programming the subconscious of how to walk. So eventually we walk. We don't even think about how we walk. We get out of bed. We walk. There's no thought about it. That's the same thing with reprogramming. You start small. You start with literally baby steps. Today, I'm just going to focus on how much I love going outside for a walk. Or today, I'm just going to focus on how great I feel after I drink my morning juice, whatever the hell it is. Because we take a lot of things for granted. So if we do the small things that lead us to the big things, it's going to be easier for us to to do the big things and shift out of the big things. Just finding gratitude for the smallest things will help us find gratitude in the things that we've never felt before. A lot of people don't really know what it's like to be in a safe relationship. Myself included. Like I always attracted the craziest bastards and that was safe for me. I had the first time that I dated someone that was considered normal. Like he was just like, he didn't have family issues. Like he came from a really great family. 
Um, he was the first and only Jewish guy I ever dated, not because I have anything about Jewish guys, but he was he was Jewish, so that was new for me. But he was the nicest guy that would do anything for me, and I'm like, I was like, ew, get away from me. Like, I would fight it all the time, because I was so used to men showing up in one way that when he showed up for me and he showed me that this was safe, I was like, get away from me. I don't like this. This feels uncomfortable. And it wasn't until after we broke up that I realized wow, this guy was actually amazing. But I was not in this space and ready to shift. I was, I didn't, I didn't know how to do that. At some point we'll be able to be grateful for the sake of being grateful. Sherry says that's me. So it shifts when you go from being with someone that actually is safe to then again, meeting your old state of being someone that is not safe for you. And then you're like, You know what? I actually don't like the way this feels. So that's how you know that you're shifting from one state to another is when the old you and the old story comes back to visit because everyone is us. Everyone is a mirror to our inner being. So if that old story comes back into my life, I'm like, I don't want to fucking read this chapter again. Like I'm good. And that's how you know that you're growing and changing and shifting. So, um, let's just see where we left off and see if we're going to go any further today. Okay, all suffering is a spiritual alarm clock. You have been asleep. You've been asleep about something. Perhaps you have been unjust, unforgiving, ungrateful, critical, or intolerant. Perhaps you were afraid to follow an intuitive lead. Suddenly, the karmic factories begin working for the way the transgressor is hard. For example, you have condemned someone, and now someone condemns you. You were unjust. Someone is now unjust to you. You were intolerant. Someone is intolerant toward you. You are now awake, and instead of blaming people or circumstances for your unhappiness, you look back to see why you attracted the situation. And people lose their shit when I say that. I have a lot of people that that will comment um, when I talk about attracting situations to yourself, whether they're good or bad. Oh, so you're saying that I wanted to be abused? Oh, so you're saying that that this person wanted to get raped? And it's like, you're not understanding the concept of this and you're speaking from complete ignorance because everything is a frequency. We attract everything that we are on the inside, on the outside. So it's literally, if you want to know who you are on the inside, look at your outside world. People speak from ignorance every single day. And that bothers me because when there's people that are so well-researched, And then you have someone try to chime in on your conversation that has no fucking idea of what you're talking about. And they try to give you an opinion based on no knowledge whatsoever. That is beyond ignorance. 3D people will never understand 5D concepts. Amen. So just listen and learn. Or maybe like start to read yourself. Start to read and infuse yourself with this type of knowledge and then have a conversation with someone. But... When people don't understand that everything that's happening on the outside once happened on the inside, that's not saying, oh, so I think about being raped all all day or whatever it is. Many people that were emotionally abused attract emotional abusers later on in their life. Many people that were physically abused or sexually abused or molested often will attract partners that will treat themselves the exact same way or are still on that victim frequency because they never got out of it and probably don't know how to, that attracts those situations on the outside. Like when people say, 
that predators, they know based on a feeling of who their next victim is going to be. They know based on a feeling, just like energy. Energy does not lie. I read people energetically instantly. I can look at a picture of someone and tell you everything about a person. Because energy doesn't lie. We are magnetic. So we are magnetizing the frequencies that live within us. So if we believe that we're victims in every way of our life, you are going to attract situations in your life that are going to make you a victim. It doesn't mean you're asking for it. It doesn't mean that you want it. It doesn't mean that you even think about it. But if you come from a state of victimhood, there is no other way your reality is going to turn out except to continue to make you a victim. Whether you're a victim of a car accident now or you're a victim of a a biker riding down the street and they didn't see you and they just like ran over your toe. You will be made a victim. It has nothing to do with, oh, so this person was asking for this? That has nothing to do with it. It's only about frequency and vibration. If you're on the vibration every single day and you say, my day is amazing today. Every day you wake up and you say, my day is amazing. My day is amazing. I can guarantee you, your day is going to be amazing because the frequency that you're on, it's like, oh, frequency of amazingness. Let's show her more things for amazingness. But if every day you wake up and you say, oh my God, my head is, my migraine is so bad today. I'm always sick. The universe is going to always give you things to be sick about. The universe is always going to give you different pain in your body because you have the ability to heal yourself. You have the the ability to shape and mold your reality. That's it. That's all that it is, is a frequency. It's not because you're asking for it. It's not because a person deserves it. Because I get into those conversations a lot with people that don't understand this and it's exhausting. So if you want to have conversations about frequency, at least know what the hell you're talking about. If you want to have conversations about attracting and being a magnet to your reality, then at least know what the hell you're talking about and go read something. Don't come on my page and tell me you're bullshit because it's coming from ignorance. I'm not going to have a conversation with a person that's ignorant because I wouldn't go and tell a brain surgeon how to do his job because I think I know what I'm talking about. I've never studied brain surgery. I don't know the first thing about it. So I'm not going to have a conversation with a brain surgeon when I have no idea what I'm talking about. So whether you are a religious freak or whatever it is that makes you feel that this is new age and that this is satanic, go read. Don't come on my page with your ignorance because I'm not listening to it. So with that all being said, uh, we're going to end here today because it's, yes, right on time, 42 minutes. Um, But this work is easy once you know how to do it. It really is. So if you want to change your life like You just tap into it. Beyond our myopic view from our human perspective, things happen that are beyond our personal understanding. And I believe that too. I believe that too. Um, Yeah, I'm going to save this live. I absolutely believe that too. We we don't know everything, but we can change this three-dimensional world because it's malleable. It is not permanent. Like, you know when people say there's such a thin line between love and hate? Someone can say, you're dead to me. I'll never talk to you ever again. We're done. We're never getting back together. And then two weeks later, they have a change of heart. And they're like, I was wrong about you. I love you. I want to be with you. So that's the same thing with manifestation. There's nothing that is permanent. You know, someone could be trying to buy a house. 
and the realtor calls you and said, I'm sorry, that house was sold. Like, and you were so settled in this house. You're like, I can't believe this. But if you're in your mind and you're saying, no, that, that house is mine. Like, this is my house. Like, this is my house. And then a week later or two days later, the realtor calls you and says, you know what? Their payment didn't go through or they weren't able to get approved for this. So do you still want this house? Nothing is permanent. So, and when in doubt, just count 10 things you're grateful for. Yes, Ben. Thank you for that. So I hope that everybody has a really amazing week. Um, I'll see you guys on Wednesday night at 9 o'clock for Stem Cell Pack's testimonials. Um, I'm doing something really exciting today that I haven't done in a while, so I'll post it in my stories after I do it and let you know how it goes. But again, this is just doing the things that you want to do. Doing the things that really, really make you tick. Instead of moaning about pain, try saying what pain I have already healed. Yes, I feel amazing. I feel perfect. We don't address the illness. We just say, I feel amazing today. Right? The same thing with the relationship. I am so happy and grateful that the perfect person is in my life. Right? Love from Costa Rica. I think I'm going to visit there soon. Um, Have a beautiful day, everyone. And I will talk to you all this week. Next. What do you mean? (laughs) Send me a DM about neck looking less angry. What does that mean? Love you all. And I will see you this week. And then find something to actually feel amazing about. And you're golden. That's it. That's it. Adios. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com.